Hello and welcome to this episode of Special Advising, No Parent Left Behind, a show aimed at parents and caregivers of children along the spectrum of disabilities, but welcomes siblings, teachers, healthcare professionals, and anyone interested in learning about topics from the world of exceptional needs, educational services, health and wellness, fitness, nutrition for you and your child, and more. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're looking for an open, friendly, and honest source to inform and inspire you, then you've come to the right place. I'm Mark, and I have 34 years of experience teaching kids and coaching parents, and I'm your host. I hope this podcast can inspire you to face your days more confidently, stirring a greater sense of self-love, mindfulness, and outpouring of goodness and positive role modeling for your children. Always keep you and your mental, physical, and if you're inclined, spiritual health in mind. Attending these areas will allow you to be all you hope to be for them. Today I'll be speaking with Meredith Gramlich. Meredith is a senior faculty specialist at the Center for Transition and Career Innovation at the University of Maryland, College Park. With over 25 years of experience improving post-school outcomes and community engagement for individuals with disabilities, she currently serves as the coordinator for the University of Maryland's flagship inclusive higher education program for students with intellectual disabilities, TERPS Exceed, which stands for Experiencing College for Education and Employment Discovery, of which we will be speaking about today. So let's imagine what's possible and head off to college for another win. Good morning, Meredith. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks Just so much. Recovering from Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you have a good one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Nice. Wonderful. Me too. Um, thank you so much for doing this today. I really appreciate it. I want to welcome you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. When I heard about your program, you know, I'm dealing with parents that, you know, a lot of parents just don't know what to do once high school ends, you know, and the information isn't, and the guidance is there, but it's, it's not always the best, you know? So I find a lot of parents that don't really know until maybe it's too late or it gets really close to the time where transitioning out of high school to the next step in their lives, their child's lives, um, is now before them and they're kind of desperate. So programs like yours uh, sound amazing to me. And, and they're, the, they're the programs that I always <laughs> dreamed might exist for people as options. So um, I'm really excited to explore it and you know send the message out to people that it exists. Can you describe uh, your position at the university and your role there? Sure. I am a senior faculty specialist with the Center for Transition and Career Innovation in the College of Ed at the University of Maryland College Park. The Center for Transition and Career Innovation, we call it CTCI, um, is designed to explore issues related to school-to-work transition for youth with disabilities. Our team has transition experts and education researchers dedicated to the belief that really any youth with any disability can achieve employment and a meaningful career. And this really is at the core of my belief system. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the coordinator of the TERP Succeed program that we're going to talk about today. Okay. It's a high, it's a, an inclusive higher education program at the university. And together with my colleague, Amy Diagotti, who's the TERP Succeed director, I help facilitate the TERP Succeed students to have inclusion in all aspects of their camp campus life so that they have a full and rich college experience. I coordinate the peer mentors and we'll be talking in depth about that, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, And this supports 
and I facilitate the international peer mentor certification that the peer mentors receive as well, which I will also describe. Okay, wonderful. Sounds full. (laughs) (laughs) Just quick before I ask you the next question, how big is your team? How big is the actual, the program as far as um, administration, instructors? There's the director and myself are the coordinators. We have a faculty liaison. We have a career uh, liaison. uh, And we have a peer advocacy support and some grad grad assistants. But really, we take advantage of all of the that the college has to offer. So students are taking direct classes with with uh, university professors, oh, participating okay. in all activities on campus, just as other typical University of Maryland students do. So it's a fully inclusive experience that we facilitate and help the students engage with. Okay, and you're the center, and yeah. it kind of spreads out from there. Mm-hmm. So can you describe the program a little bit? What is involved in Terp Succeed? It's a two-year certificate program at the University of Maryland. It's for students with intellectual disabilities who would not be able to apply for and attend the University of Maryland College Park through a traditional pathway. Uh, It's a non-degree program that culminates in a University of Maryland certificate. It includes a transcript. This certificate includes transcript of all the students' academic coursework at the audit um, and and pass-fail is also allowed. Uh, And it's aligned that these experiences are aligned with the students' career interests. And students participate in career development activities, work experiences, internships, and paid jobs as well. Okay. That sounds amazing. So is there a a formal graduation type situation after the two years? You have like a graduation? Yeah, we're going to have our first graduation (laughs) this spring. Oh my gosh. So students will walk alongside their College of Ed peers. It's very exciting. And we, you know, these peer mentors, many of them have said, I, I might skip my own graduation. I want to come to their graduation. I want to be there. It's 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 really thrilling. Wow, that's amazing. That yeah. that foreshadows the question later when we talk about the mentoring, the impact yeah. it's had on these people too, on the on the volunteers. Um, so, Terp Succeed launched last year, uh, so it's very new. So, what was the impetus for creating the program? Well, in Maryland, there was a real gap in service, as you were speaking about earlier. You know, what comes next? is a big question for fam- for all families. And then for students with disabilities, what comes after this experience where they've gone through high school, they've had inclusive experience in high school, and then things drop, drop off. Right. Um, and in Maryland, there really was not a higher ed inclusive program as an option. Okay. There, there are programs like this across the country, but in Maryland, We've been pushing for it, but it hadn't happened yet, and we were able to pull it together and get it to launch last fall. Wonderful. So you use some of the other programs as kind of templates for your program? Yeah, and we and so we we picked and we chose what we what we love most about all of these programs, and we we really su- appreciate all of the minds that we melded to pull this <laughs> together. And, sure. and and everyone was so helpful, and really, you know, every university has it has its own nuance, its own. So dynamics you, right. and so you know we've had interest and support from the very top we um were able to it was really never was a question of well why would you do that or i don't know it was how can we make this work mm-hmm. from the beginning right um and so we've had we had some initial seed money from the maryland developmental disabilities council and from the developmental disability administration and then we had some very generous donors who helped us really get our get off the ground running 
last fall and we've been when moving along and growing we started with two students and we now have six students on campus and wow. as it's a two-year program you know those two students are going to graduate and these four that came in are going to move on to next year and we have our application process uh next is starting this week on oh, December wow. 1st so okay and do you do you have um like a waiting list at all at this point or you're just kind of still building the program do people know about the program People know about the program. Right. They're, they're, so you know, over 100 people come to our so you open have. house. Mm -hmm. But um, the the application hasn't gone live till December 1st, and then it's due February 1st, and then we'll okay, see. great. Uh, you know, in pulling pieces with other other programs together, did you come up with your own kind of innovative twist on anything that's that maybe stands out for Terp Succeed compared to some of the other programs? Well, one thing that we were really committed to from the beginning is that this would be truly fully inclusive. So the students are living in dorms alongside oh, wow. Wonderful. Uh, University of Maryland students, you know, RA in the dorm. We don't have a separate Terp Succeed RA. We oh, okay. have students living on the floor in, in the dorms. They are, and then inclusive class participation where they are in university classes expected to complete classwork, attempt all classwork. Um, they aren't having a separate course of study where they're just in a group together through their whole college experience in a separate building. They're really mm -hmm. integrated throughout campus academically, socially, and in their career experiences. Wow, that's really wonderful. And and probably the like the the core that makes this whole beauty work. And it's really many layers of inclusion from top down and down up mm -hmm. is the peer mentors. So we have, I'll describe this more later, but really they okay. are at the root of the students able to get support in the classroom, not have a bunch of moms following them around, right. but getting support from their peers in the classroom, outside the classroom, socially, academically, even in their careers. Right, that's, a, that's fantastic. But I wanted to ask you about that actually was too, the academics, if the academics kind of are ch more challenging. You have peer mentors that are there to help with the study and with the with the work. So we remind the peer mentors they get very worked up if the students aren't taking a lot of notes. The students are expected to attempt all work and they are auditing. So they are not expected to get an A. In right, this they're class, not getting grades. They are right. expected to engage with the class. They are expected to participate and complete assignments at the best of their at the best of their ability. Right. And so we have peer mentors who may attend class with them, may help them plan their kind of academic week of how they're, what homework they have due, they'll do a sort of career planning tool with them. Right. Um, we have a tutoring hour. Sometimes peer mentors sign up for, for tutoring time. We plan to access the, the university tutoring that's available as well. So they're really kind of meeting the students where they are and helping them take the next steps toward engaging in the academics. Have you had much enthusiasm as far as people wanting to help? And are there more volunteers than you were able to accommodate? <laughs> well, what's so exciting is that this spring, we've just been approved as a general ed course requirement. So oh. we meet two of the general ed requirements that the students need to participate in, both for service learning and for um, a diversity uh, course and so I think that's going to really open up the interest but we've mm -hmm. had we've had a, a lot of interest we have students who graduated and asked if they could still really? continue to be peer mentors <laughs> and then we have so I'll talk a little bit about the peer mentor concept we okay. have the students on campus 
who provide supports for our Terp Succeed students, those students take a peer mentoring course okay. to get direct instruction in how to be a peer mentor, how to provide supports, what does it mean, and then they also get certified through the College Reading and Learning Association and International Peer Educator Training Program Certification. Hmm. And so they take a level one certification and then I lead a seminar where they get level two certification. This is a lovely resume builder for them. Sure. And we've had some of these peer mentors say this was the most meaningful experience of their college career. Hmm. And they're really developing lovely friendships. Right. Um, and we've had two students change course of what they are, their career trajectory really? <laughs> is based on this career, this peer mentoring experience. So we have the peer mentors who are taking a course. Part of their coursework is to provide supports to our Terp Succeed students. That's our required service learning embedded piece. Okay. So that's a lovely win-win for everybody. Oh, sure. And then we have lead peer mentors who provide mentorship to the new peer mentors. So it's just a lovely cyclical situation right and what a what a wonderful bonus that maybe you maybe you did or maybe you didn't even factor in when you were creating and helping to create the program that not only were you helping the students that you were focused on but you were actually helping the mentors and maybe influencing the course of their life as a result of it yeah and we actually are doing some research on that on the impact not only on the terp succeed students but on the terp succeed student families on the okay. peer mentors, on the professors, on the other students in their classes, kind of how, how is this impacting the campus in many ways? Right. Oh, wow. I'd love to hear about those results. That's amazing. It can't be anything positive as far as I'm concerned, right? I mean, this has got to be a, a good win for everybody involved. And your enthusiasm, obviously, you know, it comes across <laughs> that, you know, you see the positives already and it's still an infant, right? In these it infant stages. It is still an infant, but what's so exciting is that it's really working. It's yeah. really happening. And these students are having that full college experience. They're, they're working out at the gym. They're <laughs> on the Jumbotron. We've one, one of our guys... He ends up on the Jumbotron every game he goes to, and he's figured it out. He, knows, got... he knows how to get their attention. He's, we're like, where's Zach? There he is. Um, he's figured but, out the formula. You know, they're, they're really, and, you know, trying, in, participating in clubs, all kinds of fun stuff. So cool. Yeah. So what are the qualifications, the, the guidelines for qualifications to, to get into the program? Who's a good Terps C candidate? So we, they, ages 18 to 26 at the start of, pro, of the program. Uh, willing to and capable of attending a University of Maryland course at the audit or pass-fail level. Interested in engaging in that way, not just sitting there, but really trying to engage in that course. We're not expecting them to get an A. Right, sure. Um, we would really like them to have some work experience with COVID. We understand that's impacted that ability, but what kind of career engagement have they pursued and are they interested in pursuing? Mm-hmm. Um, experience with and showing an ability for independent living. One thing that is different about our program is that we do not provide independent living supports. So okay. a student needs to be able to live in that dorm, go wow. ahead okay. and manage their, you know, shower and the whole situation on their own. Okay. Um, we don't have peer mentors checking in with them about that. Is but that something they, you think down the road you might well, develop and open up? I don't, I don't see or? us providing that. However, okay. I mean, you know, we're an evolving program. Sure, sure. Never say never. But right. um, but we are trying to be a truly inclusive program in not making it a separate. I understand. Kind of segregated program. Yeah, yeah. But what they. You want they it fully integrated. Some, yeah, we do have some students who are who have self-directed waivers and they are using those funds to 
hire additional supports for evening dorm tutoring, whatever they okay. designate for that extra support. So they're using creative sources to provide that extra support that aren't embedded in the program. Okay, great. Because I think, I think that key piece that I try to communicate to applicants, you know, college isn't for everyone. Terps Exceed isn't for everyone. Sure. We do not provide 24-7 support. Right. We don't. You right. need to be able to navigate campus independently. We'll help, you, we'll help work on that with you, but we can't walk with every student from class to class right, and right. be in class at all times. Or, or get you up at 7 in the morning. Like my son, I'd like, you know, he's heading off to college and I'm thinking, how's he going to get <laughs> up? But... Um, same thing, right? <laughs> Absolutely. The reality is, <laughs> as a college student, you have to get yourself out of bed and get to class. Yeah. And yeah. our expectation is that everyone is doing that. Yeah, that's great. Hey, raise the bar, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. I wanted to describe a few more key factors for sure. who who's a good candidate. Oh, please the, do. The Absolutely. The key one is University of Maryland College Park is a large campus. There are 40,000 people on campus. That's not for everyone. That would not have been good for me. Mm -hmm. So you need to... Be that kid who wants to jump into a huge campus and isn't going to be completely intimidated by intimidated right. by that. Of course, as an incoming freshman, freshman, everyone is intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> but is that something you're wanting? That rah rah Big Ten, right? That whole scene, right? I see. Um, and we really want them to be interested in and enthusiastic about engaging in social activities and joining clubs, really being fully a part of campus. Mm -hmm. And you find there's real good acceptance in that in those areas you find oh my gosh it's yeah. been it's been spectacular we have one student who uh he loves to sing he tried out for the men's chorus and of the forty thousand people on the this university he was one of eight students oh my accepted gosh. into the men's chorus wow really fantastic wow. he tried out for the student um run musical in the spring and he performed in it and they accommodated him and figured out how to communicate with him and demonstrate things Wonderful. fantastic and then this fall he's in another <laughs> performance so wow he has just jumped in and embraced it um yeah you, full bore you know, he's in <laughs> yeah and and their internships on campus um student is you know helping helping with the football team with their workouts in the morning i mean it's it's really pretty cool it to, really to is see how they're fully embedded in, in all different parts of campus. Right. And then how revelatory for the people on the other side who are, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I a mean. big piece. I feel like in this generation of college students coming up, a lot of students have had inclusive high school experiences where yeah. they've had people with disabilities alongside them in their classes with or without supports. And then you get to the higher ed experience and you don't see it so much. So we right. had, we've had some of the peer mentors say, I was part of Best Buddies and then it wasn't happening. And so I'm so glad I can do this. And I think this is just another step forward of demonstrating everyone can be a part of our community. We can support each other. Everyone can excel with appropriate supports. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the faculty as well. I mean, for faculty that absolutely. haven't been exposed, right? So it's, yeah. it's, it's a new, new door that opens for them too. It sounds like, you know, this program has just, it's all up from here. <laughs> it's really exciting. We're, yeah, I can, we're getting I, so much, uh, a lot of press as well, which has been, are you? Which has been lovely. Yeah. I'm we excited. On NBC. <laughs> I'm sorry, that again? On NBC? We were on NBC. Were yeah. you really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so great. Well, yeah. it, it, is an, it is an amazing concept. And then to be able to put it into practice and then to see the, the success of it is, um, it tells you, you know, where we are as a, a society too, that we've kind of grown um, in, in acceptance of each other um, in certain aspects. <laughs> that there's still, 
you know, we've, we've come across some challenging things with inclusion and, and yeah. it's supporting the students in how to um, speak up, how to self-advocate, helping to inform some of their peers about ways they could support them and, and, and encourage inclusion. And you know, we've had some of the peer mentors say, well, what do I say? Do I mention it? Do I yeah. not? Should should the TERP succeed soon? Should they mention to new friends they're in TERP succeed? What does that do? You know, mm -hmm. kind of navigating a lot of that disclosure and right, what right. does it mean and what is friendship and who am I friends with? And, yeah, right. You know. Because there's all the stigmas that go with these things and trying mm -hmm. to negotiate those, those paths can be difficult. But I think, you know, the fact that you have this program, it's open, it's honest, it's out there. And that's really what you want, right? That's the message you want. You want inclusion, you want ex full acceptance. And so these things, these words don't have to mean as much. You know, yeah. we're just people <laughs> in the end, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, uh, question about the components of the program? And you have three focus areas. Mm -hmm. Can you discuss those for me? Yeah, so first and foremost, of course, we are a at a university. So academics is our primary focus. You have to be interested in engaging academically with coursework taking courses. So we have the academic focus where we um, identify career interests and then find aligned courses that okay. connect to that on campus. And it's so interesting, the variety of courses that it, kids are interested in. I want to go with them, but I'm like the mom lady. Like, Can I come? Um, so it's great. Um, so we, we do what's called a asset-based inventory to identify their interests um, and support needs and really try and drive that passion toward a directed course of study that'll be part of their certificate that they earn so that the coursework is really intentional in how we mm -hmm. select it just as anyone has their major sure. we're helping create a focused major for them we do encourage every student to take an oral communication course that helps with their interviewing and just communicating all around and that's been challenging but one of our students it's like his favorite class so. really yeah, well, it's fair. I mean, it is it is integral. So there's the academics. We work closely with the professors up front before they enter the class to give them a heads up about our program, the kind of support the students might need, the kind of support that we can provide. We check in with the professors on a biweekly basis mm -hmm. um, to see how things are going, see how we can and collaborate to help the students succeed and for the student to be included in the class and the professor to be feeling um, like it's working. Right. So and that's how's the on the How's the response been with it's from been the professors? Great. The, yeah. the professors have been very receptive and, and often just saying, you know, I want him to be able to to participate a little more. Do you have any suggestions? Mm -hmm. and, and that's when we'll make sure there's a peer mentor that's coming in to kind of touch base or one of us might come in and really brainstorm together on, on how we can help them feel a little more included in the class. That's fantastic. You know, those, those discussion classes, those are a big one where you really want students to be able to participate in an additive yes. way. And so we're really kind of working on tweaking that, that collaboration piece and helping the peer mentors to feel empowered to help facilitate that mm -hmm. between the student, the triplet seed student, and the other students in the class. And those natural, someone lives in their dorm, getting those study groups together. So, right. Um, so that's the academic piece. We, career. Why does anyone go to college? It's to help you be better prepared when you leave college for a career. So mm -hmm. that's really, this is a career-focused program. Okay. Um, everything we're doing is about building that independence and building those skills and awareness of supports and advocacy to be able to work independently in, in a competitive community employment experience. Right. So students get in, have internships each semester and it's building toward a paid 
job when they leave. So that's that's it's thrilling. And yeah. we're embedded in the career center where we have someone who's working closely with our students, helping them get those work experiences. Okay, and those um, work experience, the internships, are they off campus too, or as well? These are on campus. They're all on campus. But they're building toward being off campus, so it's Great. kind of they kind of build upon each other. Okay. Uh, remember, we're just in year two. But. Oh no, I know. Yeah, I, <laughs> but I, I was just curious if yet, that's where you But, but yeah. we are um, really had a lot of interest throughout campus. Another interesting piece about the academics and the um, kind of way that it's this win-win for everybody is that we're a, a great training ground. We're at a university. People are learning to be teachers. People are learning to be speech therapists. People are yeah. learning to be psychologists. They're learning to be engineers. So universal design, all of this. We, we have some lovely partnerships where people can get their service learning experience or their internship experience working with Terp succeeds. So mm. it's just a win-win, oh, real learning experience. It's like a learning lab for everybody. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm just. Yeah. I can't wait to see. You know, some of the things like with the when you talk about the mentors, what I can do, what I can't do. I mean, this is all going to evolve, and eventually, it's just going to become handed down, right, from mm -hmm. one group, one class to another class, and it's just going to grow and grow and grow, and the and the and the competence is just going to get better and better, and then, so the program is just going to get stronger and stronger. That's what it feels like to me. I, you know, we're already seeing it happening. We have some of the peer mentors who graduated last spring who are in their jobs, and one has brought it back and wants Terp Succeed to be one of their projects. So it's just, hmm. it's, <laughs> it's, wonderful. it's really fantastic how it's growing, and it's kind of coming in many directions. And I do think this general ed, um, that it meets a general ed requirements, right. can really open up to a lot of people who might not have had that disability connection in the past, mm -hmm. and they'll dip their toe in and it'll spread that spread that kind of word even farther. Right. When you talk about the classes they take, uh, it's either it's a pass fail or an audit. Mm -hmm. How do you decide between? We, we go for is, audit. You go for audit. Because at a pass fail, you have to get a C or above. Okay. So we're going for audit, engaging with the class. Um, we actually had a student the professor got touch with he said he actually earned a b plus it's thrilling so we have the career focus the academic focus and then the campus engagement piece right. so really we want students to, to be in clubs living on campus going going to the dining hall not just eating in their dorm you know eat, going working out mm -hmm. being on campus throwing a frisbee and then they're in, you know we had a student who was the manager for the for the club um, soccer team, you know, just <laughs> that's, really jumping into campus. Right, and that's really stepping out beyond themselves and and what they're probably used to in the past. I mean, it's really um, the opportunities are for for them, but also, you know, the other students to be able to integrate with them is very, very positive. Do you find that the mentors will kind of like take their extra time and hang out with them and, and these, these kids and, and kind of take them to their under their wing and into social situations. It's great. Yes, yeah. we are seeing that. It's you know, they're they're having lunch together. They're hanging out, playing frisbee together. It's great. They're working out together. Um, they're doing homework together. Yeah. Sometimes alongside each other. Sometimes with tutoring support. Um, a lot of downtime, social time. Not just the academic piece. They're really kind of engage going to a lot of games together. That's a big piece, um, which is fun. Yeah, absolutely. That I mean, that just opens up the social circle even more, you know, when you yeah. kind of things like that. And Maryland, and that's what you college know. students are doing. Here we are to, you know, Big Ten University. So yeah, exactly. A lot of football talk going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really cool. I feel like the students who we accepted into the program last fall and this fall 
are really all about the University of Maryland experience. They are all in. Yeah. It's, they are decked out in there. They all have the sh- with the short sweatshirts, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else in the about that you wanted to to, to mention or I think good? those were the main pieces. Okay. So the internships. Um, I guess I wanted to expand on that. So they do work experiences, internships, and leading toward a paid job. Um, they have access to all clubs and activities. They have a student ID, so just all the same things that every student has. They are mm-hmm. a, they are a university they are a student. student, right? Um, on campus housing and dining is available. Um, then there's the whole peer mentoring piece, which is lovely and really is at the root of everything working. Right. Um, typical orientation for all as all students, and then we of course have our have your own separate um, our own additional orientation. Okay. Um, and we are applying for a career career transition program and financial aid um, to be able to access financial aid. But students, um, they pay the uh, the tuition, room, and board of of t- at the typical rate. Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask an, you about that. Yeah, the there's an additional fee for um, the support we provide, and we're also piloting vocational rehabilitation funding for a portion of the tuition, which is thrilling. Um, and then I already mentioned that some students do have self-directed funds that they apply. Okay, so it's cross, kind of across the board, individual. And our, our our extra support funding, and you know, as far as all the programs across the country, we were kind of middle middle of the road as far as the fees go. Okay. Okay. I think an exciting piece about this is that it's a real model for inclusive living, learning, and earning. Mm-hmm. We we've got every aspect of that going on in this micro learning lab of a university right so it's it's a great demonstration to everyone within the university the students the faculty everybody this can work and it is working and those kids are thriving it's so exciting to see them be university students Mm -hmm. and jump in and they're they're loving it and we're loving them that's so great. And I see, you can see their enthusiasm in the video that you have on your, yeah. on your site. You can see the enthusiasm. And, you know, I've seen it so many different times with kids getting involved in different things that are, you know, stepping out beyond the disability, right? We're just people, again, like I said, you know, and disabled, non-disabled, doesn't matter. And the recognition, the inclusion is there. And so I guess that's kind of the message you can send to the world, right? What the success of this program. Uh, you know, it's, it's a small piece, but it's demonstrating this can work. Right. So are there any examples of ways that the peer mentors have helped the students? There was one student, he was really kind of struggling with the friendship piece in his dorm. And um, the peer mentor really helped normalize that for him and say, you know, when I was a freshman, that was really hard for me too. And this is what I did. Should we do that together? And I thought, Mm. what a beautiful thing, you know? So they sat in the lounge together and they said hello to a few people as they were coming in or they commented on the football game that was on the TV. It was just a real natural, but kind of demonstrating some of those things that may not be as intuitive. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And everyone struggles with the friendship piece on campus. So we've been helping navigate kind of friendship with a lot of the guys. Um, another one is kind of figuring out that balance of, you know, people are hanging out and partying and having all this fun, sure. but you have your 8 a.m. oral com speech. Right. Your mentors are like, are you coming? You know, they're, they're like a whole, another whole group of moms, you know, so um, 
it's it's, it's really cool that that's every, that's how it's every, instead of pulling them out to say come on out yeah <laughs> they're like stay um, in <laughs> yeah they're like you gotta study um but just i, th- I feel like the peer mentors are adding this level of that's my experience too. This is what happened to me. How about trying that versus a teacher or a parent telling someone to do it? Sure. The parent, the peer mentors are that lovely, natural support who can explain and share their personal experience. And it's much more accessible, I feel like, for the students to be able to be like, okay, I'll try that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because you're they're they're kind of modeling it for them too, you know, they are at the modeling. same, you know, and they're the same age, and and you're mm-hmm. much more likely to listen to them than you are to your parents or an yeah. administrator or a teacher, for sure. I mean, you know, you get a great teacher, and then yeah, sure, that's great. But mm-hmm. your mom and your dad at that point, <laughs> it's kind of like this is where right. I want to separate for a little right. while by myself. Yeah. Anything else about the uh, any other experiences? Um, so definitely navigating homework and figuring out balancing time and planning your time ahead and figuring out what works for the student, that's been a lovely piece, is that each student has been paired with a peer mentor to do their academic planning, not just the homework, but Mm -hmm. they have a time each week that they meet with usually the same person to plan out, okay, this is what I got going down. I'm going to do it Tuesday at 3 after after my class, and I may or may not be with someone, but this is when I'm going to work on that assignment. And that's so Uh, helpful because scheduling... That executive functioning piece is I think hard for everybody but kind of that extra layer of whoa I'm on this college campus and there's yeah. all these expectations and navigating homework and oh but there's a football game I want to go to so when sure. if I'm going to go to the football game when am I going to do this thing right so, yeah I mean scheduling and routines are so critical you know throughout all growing up for everybody right yeah, yeah. um yeah so I feel like this is a lovely supported environment to to up those skills mm-hmm. right yeah. To really develop those tools. And the peer mentors have been such a great piece of making that work and really kind of bringing their own experience to it. And then I feel like it, it clicks in a little better. Yeah. And have you seen the arc of growth from the time that these students that are in the program the first year and they're in their second year? So have you seen the independence grow in them? Exponentially. It's yeah. really spectacular. Students who... who were hesitant to walk across campus to go to an event they're going yeah um students who might have been just eating food in their own in their own room now they're going to for lunch every day you know or um initiating hey do you want to meet and go throw football on on the green right sure. um yeah kind of some of that initiating social communication it's it's hard it's tricky and it's, it is it's yourself in- out there yeah. Um, but they're but they're willing to do it more. And we have we have huge group chats and there's all kinds of stuff going on and pictures being shared and that's um, a that's a really nice component to be able to add that now, mm-hmm. you know, in the time we yeah. live in now to be able to share that stuff because it brings them closer without having to you know and kind of like establishing now we'll we'll meet. We're here, we can communicate this way, we can share photos, we could do this, and now we can go share experiences together. Yeah, it's wonderful. Lovely. It's great. So if people were interested in the program. They would just, do they contact you directly? Do they contact the university? I mean, not you specifically, but the, um, the, the program. If they're in, so I would encourage them to go to our website, ihehub-umd.org. Okay. So inclusive higher ed, ihehub. And is there a contact, is there a, a form that people fill out online or is it just a contact? You can just get in there and all the contact. Get in the contact. Right there. Oh, okay. 
they can also just look up look up Terps Exceed UMD and that'll get you there as well. Right, that's how I found it. <laughs> um, I I will be down in Maryland soon, so I would love to come and take a look at the program. Absolutely, you should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it's exciting. I, I know there's other programs out there, and I just hope more and more programs like this and people look to your program and to to you as the model. Absolutely. So what we're hoping to do is grow across Maryland to have different options. So again, University of Maryland has 40,000 people, but to have different size options around around the state and that we would really be a model for expanding that. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's exciting, right? Something to be, it's really exciting, exciting to be a part of. Right? Yeah, from the ground up, it's great. How many years have you been in education? Can I just ask? I'm just... I've been working in the disability field for 30 years. 30 years, yeah. I've been at the University of Maryland since 2018, but my entire career I've worked on special ed, transition to work, that whole world of transition from school to what's next hmm. and done, you know, direct service training all around business education partnerships and creative customized employment solutions. I just full wholeheartedly believe that everyone can work and yeah. this is a great way to get them there. Oh, we need people like you. We need more people like you. I mean, and and this has to be kind of a culmination in your career of like, just, I don't know if I want to describe it as your hype, but it's got to be something that you really feel proud of to be a part of. I do. I feel proud of what we're doing. And I, you know, I just come home with so many stories about these kids and so excited (laughs) for them. Um, anything else you'd like to mention or, uh, it's really just been such a pleasure to speak with you. It's uh, the program is, is exciting and I wish you all the best with it. And, I know it's just going to keep growing and growing. <laughs> it's wonderful. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure talking with you, Mark. And thank you. Yeah, we we just can't say enough about this. We're we're just we're thrilled. It's really just growing leaps and bounds. Yeah, I can't wait to check in in a couple of years and see where you guys are at. But I'm definitely going to come by way before that. You're welcome to come. Thank you so much. All right, Meredith, have a wonderful day, and I'll talk okay. to you soon. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. Thank you. I want to thank you again for listening to this episode, and I hope you'll join me each week to hear about topics close to your heart and welcome fresh and informative insights into areas that are new to you. It's an honor to have you tune in and a pleasure to share with you. All music heard on today's show comes from Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Special Ed Rising, Facebook at Special Ed Rising, and on my website, specialedrising.com. And if you like what you're hearing, be sure to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. And tell your friends. You can contact me directly with questions, comments, or if you're interested in parent coaching, through my email, specialedrising at gmail.com, or my contact pages on Facebook or my website. And if you'd like to share some of your success stories with the audience, please send them to my email. Let's show the world what's possible. Also, let me know if there's anything you'd like to learn more about. And until next time, peace and keep rising.